Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, as you know, especially in California, because of the sanctuary policies uh, enacted by with SB 54, we are likely to see workplace raids, and we saw them at uh, at 7-Elevens across the country recently, 107-Eleven stores in 17 states. Uh, ICE agents came in carrying notices requiring owners uh, to produce hiring records for their employees within three days. So uh, what about the business you own, ladies and gentlemen? Would your business pass muster if ICE shows up? To talk to us about this is the Employment Trends Expert and President of Employco USA, that's E-M-P-L-O-Y-C-O dot com, Rob Wilson. Good morning, Mr. Wilson. How are you? Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for coming on with us. Well, let me ask you the obvious thing. The obvious way to make sure that you're going to pass muster with ICE is to hire people who are here legally. Right. Absolutely. Hire hire uh, people that can work and have uh, the legal ability to work. And uh, and it, the big document it starts with is you, to ice-proof your business is your I-9 forms. Now, uh, one of the things that we've seen is there's a lot of there's an enormous market for stolen documents and and or forged documents and some of them are really good. I mean that was the case with uh, with uh, Meg Whitman. Remember when she was running for governor of California, she had a, a nanny working for her who was in the country illegally who had perjured herself by producing uh, documents that were not legitimate or she had no right to have. And, you know, what What was, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, what was Meg Whitman supposed to do? She was given documents that appeared legitimate. Right, exactly. And in, in today, uh, for immigration purposes, that, uh, you know, all you can do is the best of your ability. You can't, it's not yours to decide whether you've got uh, fraudulent documents or not. But you, so when you look at that passport or the driver's license or social security, you're relying on the fact that those are legitimate documents. You know, one of the great frustrations that we've had, and and this actually is on conservatives, back when they much maligned Reagan amnesty, the Simpson-Mazzoli bill back in the mid-80s, one of the things, and we had Alan Simpson, Senator, former Wyoming Senator Alan Simpson on the show, talk about this. One of the things that stopped the security provisions from taking place after that amnesty was that there were a lot of conservatives who objected to a national ID card, a tamper-proof ID card, as big brotherism. And, you know, it, it seems to me that in this day and age where everything is scanned, everything is digital, we're recorded every time you set foot anywhere, there's cameras everywhere, that we're clinging to some kind of a, a you know, a fiction that we're, you know, that that ship sailed basically. And the technology, if you can, you can travel to the other side of the world and put your ATM card in a bank machine and get uh, cash withdrawals and your bank knows about it instantaneously. How is it possible we can't have a tamper-proof system for determining whether a worker, a potential employee is or isn't eligible to be in the United States? Right, you're exactly right, and you've and you've got two sides on the, on the employer with as you're relying on documents that ideally are legitimate, but you know, the, the fraudulent documents are, are are really good these days. But as you do the uh, the two forms, one I nine, and then when you file your quarterly payroll taxes with the uh, with the feds, the Social Security will come back and they'll let you know if that Social Security number doesn't match with uh, the the name that you have on file. Uh, we're talking with Rob Wilson, uh, employment trends expert, and he's the president of Employco USA, E-M-P-L-O-Y-C-O dot com. A couple of years ago, 
uh, quite a few years ago now, somebody sent me a matricula consular card with my picture on it and my name on it uh, to just show how easy it was to get one of these things. And I talked a lot about it on the air until finally the Council General of Mexico contacted me and invited me to come down to the Mexican consulate in uh, downtown L.A., and go through the process, just see the entire process. And I did. I spent a couple hours down there, uh, sat out in the courtyard with all the people that show up to get a matricula consular card, and then watched them go, you know, fill out the paperwork and go sit in the room and wait until their picture was taken and then wait to talk to the examiner and have the documents examined and then actually get handed the actual card itself. So I saw the entire process. And... Uh, the reality is it's a pretty good form of ID. The problem is it still exists for only one reason, to have identification for people who can't get a Social Security card legally. So what we've done is we've basically uh, established a legitimate form of identification for people who don't have a legitimate uh, status within the country, and this is what's muddied the water, is that we refer to undocumented immigrants, but in reality, our immigrants, even if they're here illegally, have a lot of documents. Right, e exactly. And you know, when you look at as you as you look at how can you ice proof your your business, you you, know, you, you look at the documents that you need to complete. For example, the I nine. Even if uh, a person gives you documents showing that they're a U.S. citizen, you know, whether it could be your relative, whoever, if you don't have an I-9 form filled out and immigration comes in, if the form is wrong, not completed correctly, there's a fine. If you don't have a, the form completed at all, that's another uh, another fine. So it, uh, it's on the businesses to, uh, to be in compliance at this point. Uh, the I-9 form, by the way, is the Employment Eligibility Verification Form. Uh, and it's uh, it's that simple. I mean, what we often suspect is a lot of time businesses just don't care. They're, they're, they're just not interested either because they want to pay somebody less or because that's who showed up for the help wanted sign. And that's a whole other issue. I mean, again, I think that this could be corrected with a guest worker program. But instead, we have this chaotic situation where employers are actively employing uh, and knowingly, in many cases, employing people who are in the country illegally. And they're going to keep doing it because nobody was uh, enforcing the law. There was nobody coming after them. Right. And in some cases, I've talked to many businesses where they don't even know there's an immigration form that they have to complete. They just think, oh, I got to do a tax form and I, I, I can pay somebody. They don't realize that or they think, oh, well, those forms, it's only for big companies. But every business that employs any you know, a single person, you have to have the immigration forms. All right. Listen, thank you for coming on. Talk to us, Rob. Appreciate okay. it. Rob Wilson from EmployCo.com.